0: Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I am Ryan Mohammed, she, her pronouns, and I am a writer for Becker's Healthcare. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Florian Hillen, founder and CEO of Vidia Health. Mr. Hillen is the founder and CEO of Vidia Health, an MIT spin-out and leading dental AI company working with the leading DSOs, insurers, and other companies in the dental industry. Previously, he conducted research at the intersection of engineering and social science at MIT's Institute for Data Systems and Society and at Harvard Business School. He also worked for McKinsey & Company and founded NINU, a digital health tech startup. He holds two master degrees from MIT in computer science and technology policy and a bachelor's in management technology. He completed the first German state exam in medicine as well. Florian founded Vidia Health to help advance AI in the field of dentistry to ensure patients get the transparency and better outcomes they deserve. Thus far, much of his professional career has been centered around working to level the playing field, working for his team to grow a germ of an idea into a full-blown category creating technology. Today, he spends as much time building Vidia Health's team and leading the company as he does on the technology itself. Still, he never takes his eye off the goal to move healthcare forward and to touch as many lives as possible in a positive way. With all that being said, thank you so much for being here today, Florian.
1: Awesome. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Uh So with that, we can jump into the first topic in our conversation today. So the first thing I wanted to ask you is, can you give us some insight on what is AI, what industries use it, and how it is relevant in dentistry?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely, Mariah. Um, and thank you again for the opportunity. So AI is an overarching term categorizing several algorithms together for different purposes. Uh, one thing every AI algorithm has in common is that you have a certain data sets of inputs and then there's the AI in the middle and then there are outputs. And so now I would categorize them in three different parts. The first one would be natural language processing. So this is um, the processing of voice. Uh, a good example here would be for instance your alexa or your siri on your phone which has an input which is your voice for instance alexa what is the weather like today and then you have the ai in alexa which categorizes and then matches it with the right answer which is the temperature of today for instance uh, and so that would be natural language processing in an application towards that. the second one would be rank algorithms um, which is for instance recommendation engines so for instance When you first sign up to Netflix, as an example, you are asked, please click on the top 10 TV shows you've enjoyed. And so that's then the input for the AI system because they know that you, for instance, like Stranger Things and uh, Game of Thrones, right? And then it matches it with all the data they have in database of other people who have watched these shows and what other shows these people have watched. And then the output is that it recommends you uh, on the top of your new page, the TV shows which have the highest matching. So that would be... The second category of ranking algorithms. And then there's the third category of AI and machine learning, which is computer vision. And computer vision is, as an input, they take images, um, such as, for instance, autonomous driving. They do that often. So they take camera images, Tesla does that, for instance, and they predict, for instance, the stop sign on the road based on the learning systems. And so when the stop sign is approaching, the AI system knows the stop sign and it obviously uh, stops the car. So that would be computer vision. Now, all these three categories could be applied in dentistry, but, but maybe to transition to your second question, why is this relevant, right? I think the dentists are doing a phenomenal job. They are highly specialized healthcare professionals who are, on the one side, they are diagnosticians, so they're diagnosed patients. On the other side, they are doing treatment planning, they are surgeons, and they're business owners. So they have a lot to handle at the same time, and this is really where AI can help. To, for instance, better diagnose them and treatment plan. And so, one of the three categories in AI, which is particularly applicable to dentistry, um, is the one of computer vision. So, um, a large portion of dental diagnosis are done via imaging, so X-ray imaging, full mouth X-rays, panoramic, or even you know intraoral imaging. And uh, that can be now used to automate some of these diagnoses and treatment plans. And so, there is a huge opportunity. To do that, because really the majority of diseases is diagnosed through that, there are even other applicable technologies such as periodontal charting which you can use with natural language processing, etc. But we at vidya Health we focus particularly on the computer vision aspect, so automatically diagnosing and treatment planning dental images. Um, one aspect also which you've probably seen at Becker's Dental in particular, and I know that you have soon a conference coming up on this as well, there is the fast increase of consolidation in the market happening, right? So DSOs, dental service organizations. And these dental service organizations are facing several challenges, especially about the ability to provide consistent quality experiences for patients and providers across all their practices. And, And standardized care and seamless operations are very critical for the DSOs to foster practice growth and scale. So if they are smaller, a chief dental office could go to each of those offices, you know, and and visit them from time to time to ensure that there's a quality of care. But if they are mid to large DSOs, a chief dental officer cannot personally visit each of these practices and provide personal coaching uh, or do a one-on-one chart review. So for us, we can also use AI to automate diagnose and um, treatment plan across large chains of dental practices to introduce this standard of care and, and enable to consistent patient experience, so to say. And so that's why we really see this rise of AI uh, in the dental market right now, which is, which is very, very exciting.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that information. So along with that, can you tell us, are there any benefits of AI-powered dentistry? And if so, could you name a few? yeah
1: I mean that's what we really focus on 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 the benefits right and I think on on a high level um, one of the things or the three things we can really increase and improve is on one side better patient care, better trust between the patient and the provider, and the third aspect is automating workflows. So what I mean by this is by bas- better patient care is that introducing AI and, and we have shown this at video Health and our Fda studies we can actually reduce the missed, for instance, cavities, by 43%. So by leveraging AI, you can ensure, you as a dentist or you as a DSO, you can ensure that your patients are getting better care because none of the diseases are missed uh, or wrongly diagnosed. So that's the first one, better patient care. Then better trust between the patient and dentist. There's often a little bit of suspicion on the patient side that they are not super certain that the treatment plan is actually accurate and that they really need this treatment. Uh, and that the diagnosis is correct, which leads a lot of them to seek then a second opinion at, at another dentist. What our AI can offer is a real-time, share-side second opinion um, based on our AI results, which has been trained on tens of millions of images. So it actually offers transparency to the patient that the diagnosis of the of the dentist is is actually accurate, and so that increases the trust. Um, and the third aspect is automating workflows. And you probably have also a lot of listeners who are hygienists and dentists, et cetera. And they spend hours and hours every day um, on simple tasks such as charting uh, treatment notes, as well as um, the treatment plan. Many of those tasks can be automated with our AI because we can identify um, which tooth number the disease is predicted on and then write this back into the PMS system to save a lot of time. So those are the three main value adds. And then of course, introducing a standard of care and, and offering mentorship opportunities across DSOs is, is very important as well. Now, the great thing is that if you talk from a financial aspect of that is that if you enable better patient care and, you know, diagnose more correct diseases, as well as you increase the trust between the provider and the patient, that also leads to increase of treatment planning value. As well as in an increase in case acceptance rate, which is really one of the major, you know, KPIs of financial health of a dental practice. And so we've been seeing that we can increase the treatment plan value by 26% by introducing our AI, as well as increase the case acceptance rate while also reducing the work burden for the hygienists and and dental assistants. So besides, you know, improving patient care um, and really doing Right. What's, what's best for the patient? It really also supports the dental financials of a dental practice significantly. So that's, that's phenomenal. All of this really only happens if you can ensure that the AI is really easy to use. It is very accurate and that you train the stuff correctly. So that's why we focus at Vidya health very significantly on the ease of use. So what we mean by this is that we deeply integrate our AI into the existing workflows of the dentist to have the minimum, you know, change management necessary. Uh, number two, we doubled down on the accuracy of our AI. Um, so I mentioned this earlier that we reduced the missed cavities by 43%, which is very significant. But at the same time, we also reduced the false diagnosis by 15%, which is extremely important. And the third aspect is change management. we have installed our AI into hundreds of practices and trained probably hundreds and hundreds of dental professionals on our AI platform. And one thing what we are seeing over and over again is that this change management of how to implement the AI, how to then train them on this, and then also how to do recurrent reviews with the providers who use the AI in order for them to successfully adopt it is, is extremely important. Um, So those three aspects, ease of use, accuracy of the AI, and change management are the three pillars on which you have to build when you introduce the AI into your practice workflow.
0: Yes. And speaking on making it positive for patients, and you touched on this briefly with the last answer, but is there anything anything else that you can include for describing the importance of accuracy and ethics in AI uh, and how can this be achieved?
1: The accuracy of AI uh, and ethics—that's that's a great question. So, Mariah, accuracy is actually uh, is, is actually measured in two ways. The first one is how many false negatives does the dentist or an AI—it doesn't matter. Diagnose, and the second is how many false positives. So what I mean by false negatives, or what statistics mean in false negatives, is I just stick to the example of cavities for now because it's a little bit easier. But of all the extra cavities which are there, which are really, which the patient has right now, how many of them is identified by the dentist, right? And it's very important to have a very low false negatives because if you don't identify a cavity, then it most likely will become worse and worse over time, and instead of having a filling, or uh, you can even treat it with a fluoride treatment, you all of a sudden need a crown, right? So you definitely want to avoid false negatives. So that means missing cavities. Um, the second dimension of accuracy is false positives. And so that means if the dentist or the AI diagnoses a cavity on a particular tooth, but in fact, when he then has an oral exam or ideally not drilling in, but uh, down the line, it becomes apparent that this is not a cavity. So that would be a false diagnosis. This would be an error. And we call this a false positive and it's very important to not have many false positives uh, or even false positives at all because that really can then lead you know to a wrong diagnosis that can lead into drilling into the tooth even though the tooth was healthy and that obviously puts the patient at risk and even makes the dental practice liable so those are the two aspects of you know low false negatives to not miss anything and low false positives to not wrongly diagnose anything does those two dimensions make sense?
0: Absolutely. Not absolutely. And, yeah. and,
1: and, and, and so now just to follow this point. So you, you asked about the ethics, right? It was very important to us at video health, you know, to get this right and actually reduce both the false negatives as well as the false positives. And so, so with our AI, you miss 43% less cavities. But on the other side, we also now reduce the false positive by an additional 15%. So when you use the AI, you miss less but you also have less errors. And so that's I think ethical that's very important in in order to really deliver the best patient experience possible.
0: Yes, thank you for explaining that. And the last thing that I want to talk to you about today is if we could look in the near future for just a second, within the next yeah. 2 to 5 years, do you think that AI's impact will be on the will be on the future of dental care?
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, it's inevitable, really. I mean, we are seeing now already of leading DSOs and leading providers adoption of AI. And I think what we will be seeing in the next five years is an automation of dental software product portfolio. So I think we will have AI becoming the standard of care, really, for diagnosis, uh, treatment planning, charting, scheduling, and potentially even ordering supplies. And this automation will make lives for dentists and hygienists and, honestly, all the staff members in the dental office uh, significant easier because it lets them focus on direct care and interactions with the patients instead of, you know, mundane task management. So we are seeing actually right now a, a big adoption in dentistry of AI, and we'll just continue seeing this. And I'm I'm predicting that in the next five years, it really becomes the standard of care, which will make this extremely exciting.
0: Yeah, that's definitely exciting. Well, that's the last question I have for you. So thank you, uh, Florian, for your time and a great discussion today.
1: Thank you so much, Mariah. That was great. Thank you.
0: And I'd also like to thank Vidya Health as well for sponsoring this podcast. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page.